in the motherfucking suburbs with it. Rah, bing, bah, bah. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on? Prepare yourself for some ignorant shit, nigga. <coughs> I got him black. Come on. Yeah. I'ma pop this bitch off with facts. You ain't ever shot shit and ain't get shot back. You ain't ever dodged questions that the cops ask. Had to line course so that your man's will come back. Jumped off the porch, almost landed on my ass. Had to pay the plug back. Had to turn it in my last. Man on my word, I can stand on my word on the stage. Give no words, I ain't stand on no curb. Ain't a bitch, I ain't curb. Ain't a diss, I ain't hurt. You ain't this, you alert. From the west, I ain't worried. From that bitch, I emerge. From that bitch, I ain't cursed. Stay down with your motherfucking niggas in Florida. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Stay down with your motherfucking niggas then flourish. <laughs> Stay down with your motherfucking niggas then flourish. <laughs> yeah. Won't give a bitch a dime and you niggas disloyal. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Stay down with your motherfucking. This be by black, but I still fuck with filthy. Ten babies later, I still fuck milky. Keep talking crazy, my BM gon' kill me. But she knew what it was when she met me, and I'm still me. I really can't give you nothing else but the real me. Huh, huh, you feel me? Ain't a risk I ain't take, ain't a miss I ain't make. Bitch, I'm sick, I ain't safe. Bitch, I'm sick, you still hate. When I'm here, you away. You just here in the way. When you hear what I made in a year, you a fake. If I made what you made in a year, I will faint. Shut off in the club on the stage like I'm tank. Perky on her tongue and she took it to the face. And in person, I'm a dime. On her neck, I'm a eight. You was born in the spittle. I was born at the bank. I still record a little in the jungle with the apes. Hmm. I'm a West Side Lord trying to bless my boys. They gon' go to war for me. If I raise my voice, better raise your hand before I raise your son. I'll take your bitch. I'll make her mine. I'll buy her shit. I'll wind and dine. I'll tell her lies. She'll forget to alive. Then I'll set a reminder. Bitch, why would you let an op get up inside you, huh? Like a two-family fat, I ring bells on both sides. On my motherfucking chest is a gold mine. But a chip to a squill, like pork rinds. Meanwhile, I was a real one the whole time. I'm done, yeah. Stay down with your motherfucking niggas, then flourish. Bitch. Stay down with your motherfucking niggas, then flourish. Welcome to a brand new episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. This is, let me think, I think this is number 10. This is the 10th installment, man. Uh, shout out to all our viewers, our listeners, everybody who subscribes to the network. Y'all are truly appreciated. We're trying to keep this going on a consistent basis, people. Um, last week, we dropped four episodes. This week, I am hoping to drop five episodes. Um, if I drop five episodes, man, you know, it's going to be a celebration. Um, you can find us at theburbsnetwork.com or on your favorite social media platform at the Burbs Network. You can find me, your host, McFly at Prince underscore McFly. Drop the Y at the EI. We got a special guest in the building today. Um, real life, the homie. Uh, we met all off of social media. So we got mutual friends, and then. Niggas was just talking shit one day, and niggas really became friends. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, we were talking about like some Audis or something. Probably, yeah, yeah. Probably. probably. I knew you from like my sister. You know, I think y'all were. I think she was probably the one that like popped off our second. Oh yeah. You know, back in the day. Yeah. But, like I heard of, you know, I heard of you back in the day, but that was the first day I think it was. We were just talking about that. <laughs> but now you know me. They probably was. Audis or some, some crazy car, some money or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> you die, you good. 
<laughs> Got the homie Reggie from the Hefe brand in the building. Hey, I appreciate you having me, homie. How's it going, dog? Bro, man. That didn't have from it been, it been pretty straight. Okay. I like to be the author of my shit, so um, it's been pretty cool. I had lost my best friend on um, Christmas and shit. So okay. That been, that been a dark space to try to find my love. Bro. 100%. Then fucking three days later, my truck gets towed, so you know. Oh. <laughs> niggas, but, uh, man, niggas, man, niggas, Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, homie, I ain't gonna lie, shit been on the up and up other than that, bro, shit been. Right where I need to be at, bro. For sure. Yeah. So to kick off this interview, um, who is Reggie? Hey, man, I'm just a regular nigga, bro. That's, that's really the truth. Uh, other than that, fucking <laughs> 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 Yeah, all the best, man. Shit. Man, I'm from, bro, born and raised in Pontiac, split in between Detroit. We used to grow, you know, live in Detroit. Travel to go to school at Pontiac Northern, all the way down to Mark Twain. Shit, that's how deep it go. Um, but literally, that's that's really me, bro. Creativity. Um, I would say, not in the no cap. Just try to stay well connected, bro. Where, shit, that's that's how I look like. Uh, I look at the world. That's the way it goes, you know. So that's that's really me, bro. Trying to connect and plug some dots and. So, um, <laughs> so in high school, you was an athlete. Yeah. Um, like a star running back. Yeah, actually, bro, it's crazy that people think that. I never thought that. Yeah. I mean, even with, I guess, you know, like, probably a lot of people say that, you know, that's in it. You know, you just being yourself. You feel mm -hmm. me? I just was showing up, bro, trying to play with my homies and shit. Mm -hmm. But I, I did get some accolades off that shit, bro. It was pretty cool. I made it, played in um, college. Shout out to GRCC Grand Valley. Uh, went over to compete in the CFL for six months. That was pretty dope. And um, so I guess that's. Hey, yeah, man. I, I ain't think of that. Some people don't make it. To college, <laughs> bro. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So, how did you make the the, the transformation from being this athlete to starting a successful clothing brand? Bro, that's dope to say that. No, just coming from a humble space, bro. I, it's definitely not where I anticipate to be right now or where I wanted to be, but it's coming. Um, but um, I would say never being the person that gets stuck on one thing. Like, I always made myself, I don't even want to say this, but in the world we live in, marketable, bro. Like, my okay. that always made me where I knew how to work on houses. I knew how to fix my own car and Every Christmas, my grandma buying me, you know, art supplies or something like that. So I let her draw, you know. And um, really, shout out to my mom. I ain't, a lot of people think that I get. Uh, a lot of people saying that, you know, I, the way I dress, really. Bro, I, was, I was grew up in a uh, shit Goodwill, bro. You feel me? Salvation Army or goddamn, uh, what do you call it? Uh, garage sales, you feel me? But I just, I don't know, Miles just always had an eye. She'd pick what she could the best, or yeah. she always made some shit. So that really carried out. I would cut up hands in high school or shit, take sleeves off of this, put it on that. But uh, that's really where it came from. Okay. And that's that's really where the successes came from or 
things to my brand I've been to. Damn near, I ain't gonna lie, I'm almost at all 50 states for sure. You know what I mean? Um, my goal this year is to get out to the country with it, but it's out the country. It's like Hungary, you know, mm-hmm. um, Germany and stuff like that. But I would say it's really just being myself, the person I told you, just being connected, bro, not a Come at it genuinely, you feel me? And I don't know, I, I've never been a person to want something from a person, so I just, I, it's just all love, you feel me? Like, mm-hmm. she, even if I am in need, you know, you never know. You yeah. Know, but I don't know, that's that's probably where it came from. But it, like you said, it's dope because, like, you, you was taught to, you know, like you said, not really ask for nothing. So, like, mm-hmm. all right, so if I need this done, I was taught this at 12, so I don't need to go by yeah. and ask somebody to do this. I exactly. can do this shit myself. Exactly. Or even like, um, you know, having to shop at the Goodwill and the garage sales and shit like that. It's not about the tag. I, bro, I done bought some of the, I done had some of the, I mean, don't get me wrong, I done went yeah. crazy in the mall, you know, but more so growing up, bro, I done had some shit where I done seen, I done wore vintage shit, bro. Mm-hmm. And that guy, like, mm-hmm. get that from you know. I got a YSL belt, bro. Like it's, I don't even. I, I, the one in the closet you seen? Well, talking to my brother right now. But I think that boy probably. I don't even know how. Old yeah. It's like real, real old. You know? But uh, little stuff like that. I, I say I, I seen value. That's why I fuck with you more because I seen that you're black. Like coming up like that, actually, bro. I have like. That's really what mom's put on me was. If you can't have everything, you get to take care of this shit. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, that's really yeah. what got me into being like a real sneakerhead. Because I would realize like, um, like, nigga, if you just take care of your shoes, they last. So then when you get another pair of shoes, now you got two pair of shoes that look good. Now you got three pair of shoes that look yeah, good. Instead of just being like, fuck it, I'm about to run these bitches. Run up to the dirt, you feel me? Which we, I, I, don't, I, I see the situation, yeah. I don't know why, you know, but I was in that situation too, but I'm going to still go clean my shit, bro, and I'm going to try not to wear them as much, you know. Me and my bro, D-Hall, when we bought a new shoes on every Saturday, we would really wait, because we knew everybody going to wear them to school. You feel me? I'm waiting. I'll probably wear them next year, just praying that my foot don't get bigger. Yeah. That's the reason why I lost my collection, bro. Your, your foot grew. Oh I'm running into that sit, that that right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, like, <laughs> you want I'm, I'm copping. <laughs> like, like nine fives, I can't do shit. See me neither, bro. See, bro. we were in the same shoe size. I was, and look, he laughing at me, bro. I'm nine five all the way up until, bro. I'm nine point. I'm nine and a half all the way up until. I would say this. Bro, I'm 32 years old, fam, and still my foot is fucking getting bigger. I'm in a fucking 10, 10 and a half, fam. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I definitely gonna have some nine and a half. It's, it's a possibility. <laughs> it's a possibility. Listen, I be still trying to slide in them bitches, bro. Man. I be trying my best, but sometimes Man. it be like, bro, these, I got It's a wrap, right? Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm I with had you. some, um, I got bad knees and shit from football and shit, so them fucking shoes got to fit. I, got some, uh, <laughs> I had some fire red threes, Ooh. like from 07. I had to give to the little homie. They was a nine. 
Well, it was nothing I could do. All, all I ask is you just give it to somebody that's going to that, That'd be my It'd be like, man, Bro. I'm not about to be selfish and just have these shoes just sitting in my. You feel what I'm saying? You can't give them to us. I done spoiled my little bro. You can't give them to a spoiled person. Mm-hmm. I gave. How many? So one thing that I appreciate with your brand is the quality oh, of the that. clothes that come out. I appreciate that. Um, so, because a lot of people, they start off, you know, they just be like, okay, we just going to get this shit out real quick. You know, it might not, you know, focus on quality of clothes. Yeah. So what made you just put, like, an emphasis on that? That. Go back to me being young. Like, I don't know. I never just bought something because it's dope. Mm-hmm. I would, um, honestly, I was so stuck on like Dipset, Lil Wayne, and shit like that. So, like, when Vizu or like Arthur Dodger drop, I know nobody wearing that around the city. So, I would just kind of lean towards that. Or, like, um, when the trends leap, I would say. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I find myself still in the first one. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> So that part, and that's where the quality is, really, is, like, um, the older styles. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I remember, well, I, I tell you, I'm, honestly, I dress like my granddad, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, all his closet is really, I don't I don't even know when the last time he probably brought, bought some new stuff. But yeah. it's all Ralphie. It's all, you feel me? And it's still quality. Bro. Yeah. So it means um, just being an artist and a creative, bro. I was in the cuts on. I really just so you know how to sew. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Everything y'all been getting is it been touched by me in some way. That's fire. Yeah, yeah. Um, the I don't know if you've seen the red and black hoodie, but I have cut it all up into pieces just uh-huh. to show people that you know I can yeah you know take this hoodie out of here or whatever. But that's the part that I really fall in love with is the real side of it, bro. Like I can see surfacely. You don't even have to say shit if you ain't no crap. So that part is where it's at, and I think that's where my brand kind of started off of. I knew that I wanted to be able to wear it, wash it again, and wear it again myself. Mm-hmm. So I got to at least get that to the customer, you know what I mean? 100%. I'm in the store, bro. I'm really the person touching it, feeling the shirt. Mm-hmm. It might be fire as fuck, but it's hard, you know, or whatever. Um, so I say that part is why I focused on it though, the most. It's because nobody was doing it, and it's just really what I wear. I don't know, some good threads, I would say. So do you see yourself expanding outside of being a streetwear brand to, like, being a more, uh, I don't even know what to say, but being a more, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that's my whole focus. Um, if I know you followed a lot. If you notice, I took away a lot of that free posting shit like mm-hmm. that. Um, like, yeah, it's, it's cool to post and get followers, but I don't want a follower, bro. I want a genuine person that like my brand. With that, I have to slow it down because once you mass produce, I can do all that. So me personally, I've been doing my custom pieces, you know, um, just dropping one of ones and stuff like that to get it where I see the new world too. It's, it's very hard to have a boutique like it was to A hundred percent. And that was like my experience. That's what I really love, right? So with me, I'm gonna try to mix the two, bro. Where where you coming to my shop? can't purchase it, but you can touch and feel it and still purchase and get as if you purchase.
know what I mean? So I'm trying to feel that. So to grow it, yeah. But no, I never wanted to be a mass brand. Um, I just always focused on quality and um, shit, the niche, bro. You feel me? So. Like, you don't hear people say stuff like that. You hear people a lot of times be like, all right, you know, I want to get this shit out there. I know they do. For the world, you feel what I'm saying? Even if quality has to go down, you feel me? Listen, niggas want to make profit. Yeah, that's all. And I ain't, I am not saying like that, but I ain't really, I don't give a fuck about the cash. But But you, you care about what the customer is getting. Yeah. So you say like, listen, you come. Can I back it up? I really just care about me, bro. Like, I just care, like, I felt like it was dope enough to go out. And if my customers feel like they can buy it, I don't even know who you are. That's really good. So when you see your your product out in the streets, you're like, okay, that shit, it's quality. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. I know. I don't feel reluctant on the $60. Because I guarantee you, if you line it up, it's probably second, if not, I'm not saying it like that, but depending on who you line it up with, second, third, just touch and feel, look, it probably is up there with the the ones you're buying. That's, that's just kind of what I um, On the whole brand thing, bro, I try a half to try to be an entrepreneur. You feel me? So I, I figure I fall back into something that I really like, something I know I can put out there, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, Hefe came humble, fam. You know, it came from me working out again and having a few workers under me, and they called me Hefe. And then I watched Power, Hefe. And I'm riding down the street, listening to Jay-Z. It just makes sense. Hefe, don't call me hoe, right? So that part is just like, okay, let me do it. And to really get away from my job, bro. You know what I mean? Like, that's the whole thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, like I tell people all the time, I really hope I got it out there, that Hefe was really not just a brand. I wanted to put it out there bigger than that. That's why I did parties, et cetera. And I don't know. Just kind of put myself like in business suits with the elephant on there, just to show you, like it ain't even about the brand. Maybe I'm branding myself mm-hmm. subconsciously, you know. But overall, it's just really to get me to learn the ropes, how to, use, you know, how to. It's a mind frame. Yeah, and how to do it, bro. Yeah. Like, black and white. I always say black and white turn green. If you do it right, you know. I wouldn't know that if I didn't start something. Yeah. So I just started something that I like. Honestly, that was it, and it just started to grow. Naturally, yeah, naturally, bro. And to where now it's like, do you focus on social media? Yeah, I had Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that, and as Hefe, but I never focused on to get a like or follow. I just post it because I think it may get out there, you know what I mean? So now it's like, do we put the cash behind it? Like you say, kind of grow it, or do you just keep the ones or what's working? That's that's really what I'm about. And I can see success on both sides. You doing one on ones, custom work, or you, you know, mass producing it. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? But I've seen people become successful on both sides. Yeah, that's true. You feel what I'm saying? Because um, I used to want to open up a shoe store. Mm. Uh, maybe like five years ago, I was like into it, into it. But like you said, business is 100% different. Bro, you see it too. When you start getting into it, you legitly do it. You see that it's how okay, I may have to do another route just to get there. It's yeah. still in your mind, you know, but you just got to do something right mm-hmm. here to get there. And that's real. I, I see a lot of ventures out there. 
even with myself, bro, I ask, bro, I got a million ways to make a million dollars. It's just about the one, you know, and you got to start the one yeah. to get to the two, the three, et cetera. So I see what you're saying, bro. That shit, that's what a mega say, thing. It takes six uh, incomes, become a millionaire. At least thirty thousand. Wow. Yeah. Um. Um. So, what made you make the move? Because uh, after high school, you got the fuck on. Yeah. yeah I love <laughs> I, honestly, I'm gonna keep it real with you. I was a sitting duck. I was. I just came back home to Southfield, okay? mm-hmm. away from the eyes. You know what I mean? I. I Stepped away from Tiki Bob. Shout out to the Bob, you know. All the little fun areas. I just really was on some other shit, bro. I shit, went back to Mom's crib in Southfield and just was ducked off, bro, trying to map it out. Then I um, moved to the Regal and was working with them for a little minute and, uh, only because my wife, dad owns it and shit. So, but um, I don't know. I was here for a minute. I left literally eight years ago. I know that shit sounds crazy. I mean, uh, not. I know it sounds like a long time ago, but out of high school, I was here for like four years after after mm-hmm. so maybe then, two years. Ago. But well, it was just from the eyes. You moved to uh, Austin, right? Mm-hmm. What made you come back? My little brother, right there, fam. Okay. Uh, low key, him, and a lot of understanding, bro. Like I moved out there really. You know how you do it. You trying to run away from the city. You yeah. Know? You know, you think you can do it bigger and better than you see what you see around. Not knowing that it's bigger and better shit popping right there. It's just the people you involve yourself with. So, move down there, bro. Um, I ain't allowed to. The climax of my life, I would say, bro. No cap. Like, the first time I filed taxes and I seen 100000 on my own. And I got my wife, so it's a hundred plus family, you know, I was like, damn, this shit is real, you know. Then it just became kind of like a norm, really, bro, but it was all off mindset, G, you mm-hmm. feel me? Like, and I'm in the hardest business to even be in, the car business, mm-hmm. you know. And from a nigga being from, I'll say, Pontiac slash Detroit to make it out there and make it my playground, I was like, damn, I could do this shit at the crib, and that's true. And that's the reason why I came back, because as we say business, if you understand it, it's a fucking gold mine, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I never, I could do everything one third of the prices I was doing in Texas. Yeah. You know I mean? And I could do it with the people I love and the people that really want to mm-hmm. see me drive. Or even not saying nobody out there wanted me to. My family out there definitely. Mm-hmm. Those are new friends mm-hmm. within eight years, right? And I call them family, so I know that they want to see me win, but there's nothing like doing it with somebody you got memories with you or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, where you can really tap in and see the growth, and, you know. So to come back and be able to still keep that mindset is it's kind of like a beautiful thing, bro, to link up with y'all. You know, y'all on to something big, and it's a lot of big things down there, so not having to skip a beat type stuff, yeah. I think that is pretty dope. That's the reason. So being from Pontiac, what are some of the biggest misconceptions you feel the city gets for no reason? Mm, that is uh, that is a great question. I think the biggest one is that it's nothing there. 
where I'm from, bro, I'm just being a hundred with you, G. I've been in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up on St. Mary's and Puritan and Burnett. You know, dude, Rosa Parks. You yeah. I've, I've literally lived there, bro. I've walked through the streets from elementary. I went to Coolidge Elementary. I know passing through the gangs and shit mm-hmm. like that. Then you go more to either you go east or west to try to go, you know, the uh, St. Clair Shore way or, yeah. you know, the Mexican way is mm-hmm. not so much all the same, but you got different cultures. You got a different way of life, you know what I mean? So I would say the differences between that and I said a big city because we get looked at like a small one, bro. You know, or like, where you from? Not knowing that Pontiac cars were one of the highest selling cars at the moment, you know, or we are one of the, at a time we were, even now, we one of the highest counties thriving. Oakland County, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And at a time, it was because of Pontiac, you feel me? So I look at that part, and then everybody I know, me personally, I went to school with uh, four years over and four years under, they all got a mind, bro. They all got something that they want to do. You can't make me go to work, which is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Some people look at that in a bad way, right? But they all have something that they want to do, and they head strong on that shit. They ain't like our grandparents where they were retirees and shit like mm-hmm. that. So that's like the future, bro. You know, my cousin Sean Preston, shout out to Sean. I pray he become, you know, city council or whatever it involves, yeah. whatever it you know, and he my age. Mm-hmm. He our age. You feel me? That's dope. He ain't no, excuse my language, old white man that's ain't even from the city. You yeah. feel me? So I look at that part as that's the biggest misconception, bro, is that we don't have shit. You feel me? Yeah, we might not have the most jobs because they ain't know how to implant them. Yeah. You know? And if you look at the landscape of Pontiac, it's hard to even implant a job there. It's the majority of neighborhoods, you know? Mm-hmm. So just... To be able to have a mindset, bro, coming out of there, living every day, you know what I mean? And you know you got to go to Urban Hills or Waterford to get a job. That's dope, bro. Like, shit, every other city I know got everything they need, every resource. Now we have them. And then we got gyms that people tap in on the Williams College. He's the man speaker in the United States, bro. You feel me? DDG. I was just about to say that. Yeah. You feel me? You got stars on the ceiling, my dude. You feel me? At the end like, of the day, like crazy. all it takes is one person to get out and reach back. And that's what I was about to say. <laughs> that's, that's one that's person to get out yeah, and reach back. Like, all right, I'm gonna bring them with me, mm-hmm. and they gonna be like, okay, well, yeah, my nigga, he talented as fuck. I'm gonna bring him with me because we all know each other. We all know each other, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are, big or small, young, whatever. We all somehow know each other. Can somehow get oh okay, dang, you may be two people away from you get what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> or a question away from mm-hmm. a blessing or a, a connect or whatever. Or like how like how we met off of social media just Bro, connect, being yourself and yeah. just reaching out and not wanting shit. I don't think I've ever I, I except for you know, you helping me look for the dope <laughs> shoe or something, you know. But I I just pray that you get that it's a genuine nigga over here. Yeah. Bro. You feel me? That's it. And I know I'm human. I ain't putting out that I'm rich. I'm just grinding, bro. I'm only 30. I don't know shit. Mm-hmm. My grandma told me, you the ripest apple on the tree. It ain't no way you've been bit off, bro. You ain't even rolled down the hill yet. You feel me? I was like, yo, 
I just hope that I can collect enough people in my circle that is the same way. That's real as fuck. Like, Pontiac has some of the most talented people I've ever seen in my life. In my life, bro. In my life, bro. Like, yeah. from sports to yeah. music to, to television. He's doing to, shit. Bro, to smart. My, I haven't seen him in a long time, but just to be a mayor at a, a big level, shout out Jeremy Bowie. He probably would have been, you know, some would say they don't know him or, Lame, whatever. I bet you he helped your ass out of some shit. You feel me? <laughs> I look at that, bro. Like it's it's that's the biggest misconception, mm-hmm. bro. For real. Um, bro, I ain't, I know we ain't supposed to say. Um, no, nah, it's all good. It's <laughs> live. <laughs> you know, I be trying to. I try to mock mine off of y'all, so I know. I said, um, um, I even stop and cheat. You know, I got the flag. I cheat. <laughs> So let's get into that. Yeah. The, the Hefe podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you start that? Honestly, hitting you up. I well, I'm gonna go back a few years ago. Like I well, when I first started Hefe, I would say I was just thinking of things that I seen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you got your brainstorming uh, chart, and you just start your bubbles, bro. And you start making your I call them spider legs. You know, and you start thinking what all does a clothing brand do, or how. I do to really make it look dope, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to start the brand, but I knew I'm a type of person, bro. I ain't gonna lie, I got a little touch of OCD a little bit. So with that, I knew that I just couldn't jump into it. Okay. You know, so I always wanted to do it, and this is when it was audio, you mm-hmm. know, just talking, you know. So that's what I thought that I was gonna get into. Mm-hmm. And um, moving up here this last time, that's really when it was time to do it. Okay. Um, really just plucking your mind, bro, and asking you, hey, what do you think about this? Is it smart? Or mm-hmm. Can I get under your umbrella, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever, right? Um, so that's really what it is. And I knew that I had built enough things under myself okay. to be able to ask people about it mm-hmm. and to be able to elaborate, you know, and whether it's business, streets, whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I knew that I had that in my pockets. And by me having bring him my business partner, shout out to uh, Chris Jackson. Uh, he's over the medical marijuana um, legalization and stuff like that. So now we got a bigger yeah. platform to talk about, right? So that's where it came from. And then y'all know me and the brand. Once I get into something, I kind of pull it back because I start learning too much. Okay. Right? <laughs> so right now I did four episodes. Right, you know, three episodes. I still have y'all's too. And I, that's going to be part of my relaunch. Okay, but um, I just seen that it's not future enough for me. You know, I needed it to be more, of course, virtual content. Um, second, uh, I'm trying to abide by these laws with COVID, et cetera. Right? I don't know. I I know I'm fine. I would say, but I yeah. just try to think for others. You know, and just to really the safety of it too. You know, I know. Say, if you're thinking the COVID, you ain't even answering the questions right. You know what I mean? So I just thought I'd take it away and stage it now to where I really mm-hmm. wanted to see it. You feel me? Like the background. This, and I did all that. You know what I mean? Like the green screen yeah. and all that shit. I didn't think that was enough, bro, honestly, for that, a couple years. So. But that's dope, though, for you to look at it and be like, you know what? I can do better. Yeah, that's all I'm thinking about. That's 100%. Like, something I t- uh, told myself I was going to do this year is 
every day I'm going to learn more and more about advancing my brand. Like, I don't want to take no days off. Whether Either I'm going to be working on, actually doing work like how I'm doing today, or I'm going to be learning something about it. I'm not going to waste a day bullshitting around. Because at the end of the day, uh, we're young. Like, uh, I feel that, especially in our culture, we put... Uh, um, I know what you want to say. We put, uh, like a, a time to everything. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like, so it's like, nigga, you 20, nigga, you either better be got a job or be in school or something. You feel what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So then by boom, you gotta have this. Boom, you gotta have that. So by 30, nigga, you gotta be. Yeah. Set for life and bullshit. All right, that's weird that. to me, bro. That's I'm the weirdest shit ever. Bro, so I always look at you need time to fuck up. Can I give you my timeline? Let's go. So, I don't know who I was talking to. Well, I, my boy Cam. Me and him were just sitting back, you know, mm-hmm. talking it up. I said, bro, he, he's younger than me. Cam is like maybe 26, 27. Okay. And he was like 24 at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, Tripping, nigga. And when I say my timeline is, just think, when you're in high school, you graduate 17, 18. Yep. On average. You go to college, you graduate 21, 22. Maybe 23, you know. Maybe 23, yeah. right? Don't let you go get a doctor. You're really in that thing, yeah. right? So, and your mom's still taking care of you at these times. Mm-hmm. Your parents, whoever your support system is, mm-hmm. all through college, you still... You really looked at like a baby. You Am got a I right? Net. Yeah. Okay. And then you graduate, and then you go get a job and stuff like that. Maybe what? If you get your doctor's, that's a good twenty-six. Am mm-hmm. I right? So you get out, you almost thirty, bro. Mm-hmm. On the other side of twenty-five. Don't be a doctor or a lawyer. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So now let's go to real life, right? Real life. Say you get out of high school, seventeen, eighteen years old. If you don't go to college. Mm-hmm. You automatically got to grow up, yeah. right? You just got off the rules of not going outside or being outside too late because mm-hmm. you under mom's crib. I don't be out with my shit too late. I need you in the crib at least by 10, 11. You don't even know what that nightlife is for real except for staying at a party or a friend crib, you know? Mm-hmm. So let alone you hopping into the 20s or you got to get out the crib and go get a whole house, bills, and all this, mm-hmm. I know the average black family ain't taught you how to pay lights every month, and that it's going to come every month. And that's just one of them bitches. You got Bro. lights, gas, you got all type of shit. I'm 32. <laughs> I still don't pay all my bills on time. I know. I don't either. I, <laughs> hey, bro, I'm one to say I am a human, bro. Yeah. Do you hear me? I do not. I don't even look forward to doing that shit. Yeah. I'm going to pay myself first. Do you hear me? 100%. But, <laughs> But overall, bro, like, I look at that timeline like it's fucked up because it depends on what route you take. Mm-hmm. You can get babied and kind of cuddled a little, coddled mm-hmm. a little bit up until 26, go to college and still be a baby, a grown-ass baby, right? Or you can be a grown-ass baby in the streets and not know shit. Mm-hmm. So to me, I see that shit where we put a lot of stresses on us, bro, where I see people my age. I know, nigga. I'm ready. Yeah. If I played sports, I would be that nigga. Mm-hmm. I would still be that nigga. I know. I'm at the 
full capacity I could be, bro. I ain't growing no more. Mm-hmm. Um, you get what I'm saying? This, I know exactly what I could put out, at least in that yeah. avenue. Right? Always just look at the 20s as the time for you to fuck up. Fuck up. Fuck up, bro. Fuck up. 30s is, yeah. all right, I'm getting it together, what? maybe. <laughs> and 40, my grandma told me she is she the most successful woman I know, bro, mentally, physically, yeah. and all this. She said, I ain't get it to me and your granddad didn't get it together. 41, maybe. And I'm thinking they risked my whole life. It, it makes you sense. Yeah. Listen. Okay, fuck your credit up. up. Twice. Twice. <laughs> I'm just playing. But, you know, but, like, people Yeah, just, I get you. I get you. <laughs> That's true, though. It's true. They be it's so true. focused in that they stress themselves out. Yeah. Bro. They 28, they stressed out. And they make themselves old. Yeah. That way, bro. Like, I see. I Don't get me wrong. I got a couple of grades popping out, but I see people grading the bitch. Yeah. Like, Looking old in the motherfucker, like really, you know how they. Say, I ain't understand. I'm gonna let myself go. I really see that now, bro. Like people I looked up to too, you know. But just because they struck a certain age, they don't got no more drive. We can't start nothing new. Right, you crazy? It, it takes a year to become successful. To be honest, you feel what I'm saying? Man, and that's luck. Yeah, that's luck. It hey, takes. I don't know. I. You gotta have that mind. It, it was all about having that mind frame. Yeah. Last year, I told myself like. Bro, if I'm gonna go to work every day and be stressed and and work check to check, mm-hmm. fuck them niggas. Why? If you're not I'm, taking no stress off my life, me going to work every day, what's the point? What's the point? I'm hey, also stress bro, about paying bills. <laughs> my mom being at the crib every day. I love my mom to death, bro. And she is if she ever hear this, I know she's gonna say it. She's the biggest critic. I walked away from that shit twice, bro. I seen, like, okay, I can really make whatever, honestly. Especially when I got to Audi, it was no cap. You feel me? So, I just never got comfortable with it, though, bro. I never, I don't know, maybe I got a disorder where I don't take orders enough. Or I just don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, you know, but I just, but what really got me, though, Tone, was every dealership I went to, G, I started off at the at the mm-hmm. at the bottom. When I worked myself up. And give me three months, I'm probably the top salesman. Yeah. So after that I checked out mentally. I said, I'm the reason why y'all got seventy five cars out of here. 100%. I sold thirty. Yeah. You feel me? And then you got ten other niggas. Of course you better sell seventy plus. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So with that I said, Okay, let me at least try it on my own. And it worked. Like it worked. uh Man, I seen my mom work my whole life. Mm-hmm. Yes, she got to the point where she was able to buy homes and buy cars and all that shit. Make sure me and my little brother was had no worries in life. Yeah. But she still worked every day. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? I what saying still going to work, still stressing about shit. I I don't wanna be that. I know it. You feel what I'm saying? I know it. I feel you, bro. Trust me. I'm looking you dead in your eyes telling you I live in a family where most of them retire, bro, and that's what they expect you to do. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Second, I know I've always been a black sheep or the one that was looked at like, well, first they thought I was going to lose. You feel me? <laughs> so when that shit checked out, it was like, I know I'm the one that got the most ambition. I left my crib at 19 and moved to Florida just because I wanted to. Like, I don't know one person that did that shit. Or I don't even know what Florida looked like. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't even have an apartment when I got there, bro. You feel me? Rest in peace, my bro. He lived in Tampa at the time. I just hit him up like, bro, let me shit crash for a week yeah. and just start learning how to make other places my playground, bro. And that's where the, the light shine. You know, getting to the point of not working, you got to get around and see different personalities. You mm-hmm. really have people who don't work. For real. Mm-hmm. I know a nigga right now making quarter million on his ass. So, chilling. You yeah. don't own no crib, no nothing. I ain't even in no illegal shit. You feel me? Investing. The nigga invested in a doctor that was taking her company to where her husband that was going through a divorce. She had a trucking company and she had tears in the bed for investing. I only invested fifteen hundred because your boy wasn't rich at the time. But he had fifty thousand. Oh, he got I know he made a million over three times. And this was two like three years ago, maybe. You feel me? It's ways out here, bro. It's, it's, it's you a, gotta know it though. It's a million ways out here to get successful. Definitely. And we can't be afraid to help each other. That's one thing about our community is niggas don't want to help each other. Mm-hmm. Niggas find a lick and they be like, oh, there it goes. I'm going to keep this shit for myself. And or just genuinely working with, like it goes back to what I say, just what happened to community service my nigga, or volunteering? I would love to come and just hold a camera for y'all or kick whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Just no pay involved, of course. Mm-hmm. You feel me? There's nothing like that. So I would say it's your fault too, though, because you gotta build what you want to see. Mm-hmm. You feel me? 100%. You gotta, you gotta put that shit out there. That yeah. It's okay too. I mean, a hundred percent all the time working at it. It's okay, my nigga. Come through, come through. It's up to them to do it then, because yeah. you know it's out there. You are gonna get a couple people stopping by. I, got, I tell everybody who's interested in podcasting. I will tell you everything. You have. It's like you have. You told me, and like you say, you met me over social media. What three years ago? Yeah. I'd say right. <laughs> Maybe a little I don't, I don't, You don't have to be a part of the, the network or none of that shit. It's just, yes, I know things about this. Yeah. Just like anybody else should if they in their craft. Yes, I know that that's a store-bought hoodie versus a handmade. Just mm-hmm. looking at it, you know what I mean? Or I know that that's, uh, I would say, a dollar brand versus a crafty brand. You know, somebody that just want to make a dollar. Printing on shit, I call it cut and paste. I'm not knocking anybody. It's a way of getting cash, but for people that's really in it, they see the difference. Mm-hmm. I swear they do, you know. And I don't know. That's 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 the really the secret. You should yeah. know something about what you're doing. Listen, I be telling people like, bro, get out the get out the get out the state once. Get out the once. state, not get out the, the city, the state. Yeah. Get out the country, bro. Like. No, you don't be, eh. listen, and yes, I've had the advantage of having a parent who got me out the country and got me out the state, mm-hmm. you know, as a young age, but don't be that 50-year-old nigga who haven't done shit. I'm going to tell you, it's people, and I'm going to go back, don't ever be, uh, how can I say, don't ever apologize for being blessed my nigga. Like, I ain't have my pops, and I'm going to say this. My, my cousin. Yeah, my cousin. We, Shut the we fuck were, up, dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> my cousin and shit, we out one day just chopping it up. And, um, you know, that was, like, a big thing for me. I ain't going to lie. I had over, like, 300 football games. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know my pops. So we had, like, three of them. Mm-hmm. You feel me? 
but I showed the fuck out on a whole other tip to prove a point. But he was just, and I was telling him, um, he would try to hide the fact that I know you got a dad, nigga. I know you, your dad a millionaire. You feel me? I know you good. And mm-hmm. we so close that I had to tell him, bro, don't be a, don't apologize for having yeah. that shit. Like, I wouldn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or even think of that. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know if I think that's dope childhood that you ain't even put in place. Your mom them already had goals and plans mm-hmm. and shit for you. And they saw that shit out, right? But to go what you were saying, bro, like I ain't have certain shit. Or I knew not to ask my mom for certain shit. Cause she'd do it. She'd go broke or whatever. You know what I mean? She'd like really find a way to do it. You know Stress I mean? herself out. Stress herself out, bro. And yeah. I know that she'll be stressed out yeah. but she won't say. But man, I think it goes a long way. Uh, how you brought up there's two type of people I say, bro. Maybe three. You either born on survival or love, bro. And you can really distinguish the two. Mm-hmm. A nigga that's surviving, it's very hard for him to tap into a love situation mm-hmm. or make it that for the long haul. Somewhere along the way, you're going to have to get his, bro. Versus a nigga who brought up off of love. That's all you really going to get. Like, all the situations you. It's like, damn, bro, you better chill. Then you don't be too humble. You feel mm-hmm. me? And then you might have a third person who was either or and then met somebody that brought that into their mm-hmm. life to make it where they see all three. I ain't going to lie. That's me. You feel me? Where I was brought up off of, I would say survival. Mm-hmm. I had love in the family, but it was so much of me, my mom, and my sisters that mm-hmm. I seen some shit that I know if you had love, you didn't see that shit. You feel me? Now that I'm married and shit like that, shout out to the wife. That's really where I seen love, bro. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Like fighting for that shit every day or like trying, you know, not being that nigga, right? Mm-hmm. Even fucking up. <laughs> you feel me? So that part is like the balance. I know how to get mine, but I know how to genuinely tell people I love them or not. 100%. I don't need you because I work yeah. to get my stripes on myself. Like the people I got with on the network is people I genuinely fuck with. You feel me? 100%. I know you like, do. And you can tell. They, for real, for real, it's family. I know. What, 95% of these niggas is family. Yeah. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? And that's a blessing, bro, to have both, even whether you met on friend first yeah. or, you know, family built into business. That's what's so fucked Me and Driz didn't like each other 10 years ago. Yeah. And they tried to put me against Driz, too. We like that's each a whole other conversation. We'd cook each other. <laughs> right? We'd cook each other every time we seen each other. Yeah, bro. But that's where the that's really where the success is at, right? And that nigga today he's second in command at the Burbs Network. He be on this shit, bro. I told him I what I tell you, bro? I can't wait to catch you this year doing what? Working. Working. I catch I catch son working all the time, bro. Like on the most random and shit too, right? <laughs> Random spaces and everything, so that's how I know it be genuine, bro. And you are mm-hmm. creating what you want to see. That's why you don't. I don't know. You don't really have to worry about a lot of the shit you see in the city in the city straight. Or a lot of your timeline, you probably have to ask about what happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it ain't on there. So that's that's what I'm trying to get back to, bro. Where I don't know, just around good niggas or people in particular. Definitely. You ain't gotta be around it all the time. Yeah. Like, listen, I love my ratchet shit. 
But but like you said, you don't have to be around it all the time. No, you don't. No, no. You and not like that though. If you know me, you know I'm ratchet as fuck. <laughs> like, bro, I just got a a way of myself that it's all about how you present yourself. You feel mm-hmm. me? And how you carry yourself. If you go to my crib, it's Remy bottles all over that bitch. You feel me? Bro, probably rolling the backwood. <laughs> and shit, not, ain't nothing changed. Yeah. Not like that with Nipsey since the cash came, and I ain't even where I wanted to be. I ain't even rich. I'm yeah. probably the lowest I've been in a while, honestly. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just that. But even Natural. with saying something like that, I'm I'm at the lowest I've been in a while. I'm genuinely happy. Yeah, I swear to God, bro. Eggs, bro. They stole my truck. He was more pissed than I was. <laughs> Am I right, bro? I'm walking around that. I, I don't know if I just have my mind on my bro or what, but it's still now. It's I, I do think about it when I can't mm-hmm. go to a fucking store. Or, you know what I mean? Got to hop in the, the lady whip, but I swear I don't. I, I really thought I'd be a lot madder than what I was. So. I don't know if I'm growing up. Or just, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, genuine, being genuinely happy is something money can't buy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true, bro. And you got to get into a space and tap in it, bro. And where I've been lately, I tell my wife, all the way up to my mom, all the way up to a friend that I just met, it's up to you to take the emotion out, bro. I didn't, I didn't took some emotions or did some shit off of a nigga response that I wasn't comfortable doing. I ain't with that shit no more, bro. I'm going to tell you how it is. I ain't, I ain't going to be the rudest nigga in the room, you know, but. I'm definitely not holding no more. I ain't going to sugarcoat it. You feel yeah. Because I don't know. I think it's that time in the world where you can genuinely be yourself. Yeah, 100%. Yourself, so, yeah, no matter no matter what weirdo <laughs> shit you are into. Yeah. It's be probably, weirder. <laughs> it's another weird ass nigga who's into that That's shit. That's true, bro. You feel what so I'm true. saying? So as we sit, so as we sit here, where do you see yourself in five years? I'm gonna keep it a G. This is the first year of that five year. Like, nah, I see myself, bro, having two food trucks. Okay. I see myself having, and it's just like the business side of it. I see myself having a few cribs. I'm gonna get another one this year. You know, I want to have at least. I'm trying to get to at least five. Okay. Five years, what you're saying, I would say, honestly, you could do one a year, bro, with the team that I've been building. And I ain't going to be working, too. If I am, it's because I'm close to not to be working. Yeah. You feel me? I'm going to have my dreads back, my nigga. Back, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. And honestly, I don't know, bro. I just, five years, I want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's really it, bro. I think I got the love thing down. I know I'm going to do it with my lady. So, you know, I just hope I be breathing, really, my nigga. I can't even. Yeah. You know, that's the real thing right there. I would say, shit, I hope I'm alive to see the shit I got well done. Honestly. That's dope as fuck. So, real quick, let's get into this week's uh, throwback uh, track of the day. Hey. It's Lil Wayne, Money on My Mind.
Yeah. Money on my Stepping out the motherfucking couch, they in out. I'm looking like a star, bitch. When you see me, make a wish. Holla at your motherfucking ball, JR. Birdman, my paw, bitch. Ball, brand, born rich. Dear Mr. Toilet, I'm the shit. Got these other haters pissed, cause my toilet paper thick, I know. But tripping at 40, make a chip out of potato head wimp. Then like ranch, I dip. And the hustle is all muscle, just strip. When it comes to that weight, I don't struggle, I just live on two. I got my hand on the game, yeah, I make a grip. Hundred grand in my fist, same on my wrist. Get key money from a quarter, blame it on my wrist. I whip coke like hoes, nigga, I'm a pimp. Lil nigga about to rape the market. If we talking about money, baby, now we talking. Yeah. Slump if you know how. In the heart of the summer, we need a snow plow. Which you know about that, baby? It's showtime. Coke transactions on the phone, we call it blowjob. Yeah. Too fast for the feds, too cocky for the cops. At the ditch, my old bitch getting sloppy with the pots. Yeah. Hopping off the boat, meeting poppy at the docks. Tell me I'm gaining weight, I tell him I'm getting paid. Yeah. Money over bitches, I'm yelling it to the grave. Developed at a young age, what? go after what pays. Yeah. These combine the sunshades, block the sun rays. Yeah. I drop a cardinal in the mall. Like it's it's my birthday. New Orleans, my birthplace. You heard me where well, money's more important than the person. up blunt thinking about my next dollar i'm digging in the game trying to get some money out of i'm so vain it's a problem there ain't a stain on these products i'm just being modest got me a goddess sure how to divide it she's still down and she don't get none of the profit we're around the city let the tits hide me that's a cold motherfucker whoever inside it forever symbolizing the grind it don't walk to you i make it run like Love it, I'm a self-made millionaire. Fuck the public. I ride to myself cause I don't fuck with nothing. Pistol on my lap on the way to the money. Yeah.
Welcome back to Sophisticated Ignorance with the homie Reggie. So, man, we didn't talk about everything, man. Um, what else is it for us to talk about? Oh, um, niggas gonna still get these R8s. What? <laughs> I, I told you. I, I, I got high class. <laughs> I'm gonna put you in a special room. <laughs> <laughs> That used to be my thing. No handles. You ain't gonna touch no door handle, my sir. Until you ready to buy it. <laughs> so, um, like you said, um, you've grown up in Detroit, Southfield, and Pioneer. Yeah, I, yeah, that's, that's. So, what advantages do you take out of each section? All of them. But I'll tell you the one thing. So, when I say all of them. Ever think of mm-hmm. whether the the brokest nigga probably got a million dollars in his pocket. You feel me? Under that, it's tears. You know what I mean? Even the bum getting some cash. You feel mm-hmm. me? But it's just a simple grind. They gonna get you. You know, if you walk past a bum in Detroit, they get tricky out your cash or they gonna get that bag, bro. Nigga, it was but, a lady at Northland. Mm-hmm. Not to cut you off, she got me for the twenty ball. Oh. Deep. <laughs> and like five years later, nigga, I saw her on Rich social media. Rich nigga shit, y'all. Somebody, <laughs> somebody posted her on social media like, dog, this bitch done got $10,000 probably out of niggas easy, at Northland. Easy, easy, $20,000. Bro, that's With I, the same story. I feel like it, it's the birth of it. Like, you ain't even looked at it as a bum. <laughs> like, we know you got bag. But, so I take that from Detroit and, um, honestly, individuality, bro. I knew a lot of people that from Detroit that just made themselves be what they wanted to be. You mm-hmm. feel me? Um, Southfield, I ain't gonna lie, it taught me my cool, bro. It taught me, like, there's different bitches out here. There's definitely different bitches out here. Second, there's different ways of you having to approach it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, and the way you dress, honestly, you could. it's like the middle of both. That's definitely what I learned from Living in Southfield, going to Oak Park. Mm-hmm. is nigga, you have to dress nice. You, what? Bro. What? I remember when I went to Southfield later. Thank God I was a collector. Mm-hmm. But I knew I'd rip. Like, and they buying their own shoes. It's Mari's. It's Kohan's. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, you name it in there, bro. So I, it just really showed me, like, okay, this nigga's on high school getting money, too. Mm-hmm. Even though it's, don't get me wrong, I'm about to talk to you about the yak. But that part right there just taught you how, what to do with your money at a young age, really, you know. And it gave you different Lincoln spots, you know, like more, I would say modern premium places to get. Mm-hmm. You know, it gave you the link to Royal Oak. It gave you those, you know, yeah. just off rip. Or know? going to Birmingham. You feel me, bro? Yeah. yeah. So uh, that part, that's what I took from Southfield. Pontiac is everything else, bro. Like, I don't think I would be able to make it around this bitch without the young. It teach you. Ryan to teach you the grit. I know the average nigga in the yak, you probably get your ass whooped out on any given day, bro. 
they can scrap. Like, you feel me? And if you around my age, you came from scrapping. You yeah. feel me? So that part, um, just the way to move around, you ain't really in nobody's business unless you a messy nigga. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and everybody there got the ambition to either want to get out or make the city bigger. You feel me? So that part is what I took Pontiac. Pontiac, it the most genuine people I know. Yeah, they are. Are from Pontiac for real? Because that's what I'm saying. You get all of that. Yeah. So you got to come correct, kind of. You know. I ain't saying it like that, but we ain't got all the cash. We ain't got the most resources like that. You yeah. Feel me? So yo that you think got the cast he probably just got a lot of popularity mm-hmm. you know what i mean nowadays don't get me wrong it's people with cash you, they got forty thousand on the basketball game don't get me wrong yeah but what i'm saying is it's more of a respect thing bro. Mm-hmm. like but the sad part is everybody know each other that you'll probably kill this bitch's son and she probably got read that's how small it is so that that part so if you take all of that and you kind of build a probably get a real solid nigga who not gonna just slap a person because they know they can put their hands on you or you know I ain't had a most going up but now that I got some I know I can go to Southfield or Arbor Hills and do something with it you know what I mean so that that's what I instilled in myself bro. like like you said earlier everybody is like three de- three degrees apart you feel yeah, me for real. knowing somebody from knowing for real, somebody for real. just two yeah. questions away or you know one cousin maybe you know what I mean? And y'all are family. You didn't even know. Yeah. You know, so that's 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 the part that I took, bro. Yeah. So I like to end every episode with a uh a top five. Mm-hmm. So I wanna get into what are your top five designers? Hmm. You I think we could relate when I asked you on my podcast. Bro, I don't even fuck with designers, bro. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't fuck with designers, bro. I don't even know why. And I'm in the fashion industry. I'm going to tell you why. No, it don't have to be top tier. Okay. It could be designing. Honestly, of- All right, I'm going to keep it. Yeah, I ain't keeping a buck with you, bro. My number one brand, G, I swear to God, is Faded Penguin, fam. Okay. It has been that way for a long time. He know that shit. Mm-hmm. It's been Faded Penguin. Uh, and I'm probably going to keep it local, bro, because I see it organically. And mm-hmm. he really the states to create a style. You know, like, if you look at the states, yeah. they say the Midwest is the fashion. Mm-hmm. You know, New York is the trend. South is culture, right? <laughs> but honestly, bro, um, shout out to my dog. Ah, you got me thinking now. My boy Prep, uh, he just went big. Um, his name is Chef Prep. He was he's kind of like myself, um, cut and sew type of guy. Really worked his way up from nothing, bro. And now he quit his job, moved out to California. Now he doing threads for, I mean, the top I'm not sure of his exact name, but um, Chef Prep on Instagram is what I remember. Um, there's a brand out right now because people don't know I want to take Pepe and 
smoker world, you know, into the uh, weed industry. So mm-hmm. there's a brand called uh, Drunken Monkey, that's dope as fuck, um, whether fashion and on the weed tip. Uh, shout out to the GOAT of my city, uh, Fly Young, definitely was one of the hardest brands I've ever seen. Because um, I knew he was going to do that shit since like, he was just young. Mm-hmm. I, I used to pick on him like, yo, too little to play sports, what you going to do? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Flyest nigga in the in the, um, in the room uh, for a while though. Uh, I would say I'm being damn. I'm I'm really digging deep because I I close my eyes. That's what I was going back to. I close my eyes on brands because I ain't want to bite, bro. Mm-hmm. I went through a little something with a very close friend at the time, and that shit just taught me like fuck niggas. Mm-hmm. Until you know how to do business, bro, I can't do it. You know. That's real though. You know, so with that, it just really closed my eyes on brands. Mm-hmm. So I just started doing what I like to do, even though I already was. It was just the way we were doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So after that, D, if you notice, I really only wear my own shit. Like, because I don't know no where to shop for this shit. Mm-hmm. I don't like wearing what other niggas wear. I'm damn sure I'm not going to spend $500 on some shit that it ain't even fresh. It's dope. Probably the way you wear it, but you gotta be the person to wear yeah. shit that way. You know what I mean? If Fab ain't wear it, it ain't dope. <laughs> Type shit. You feel me? Fab code. So he make a lot of these brands what they are. So I just look past that part and kind of, I don't know, that's why y'all see the genuine part of it, maybe, mm-hmm. for other brands. So I just really closed my eyes a long time ago and just, like, I wear Hefe draws. You feel me? So that's, I don't know. Listen, man, that's what I need brands to start doing. Making uh more lifestyle shit, mm. nigga. You know, let me buy a a, a pack of half ATs. I can do, I can throw on. Bro, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there. I may be somebody who will do it. I know I am, but I was just telling uh, my partner and stuff like, bro, if you look at the way I did stuff, I never the, the hoodie I dropped the oops hoodie was I didn't even mean to drop the shit. I mm-hmm. went out with my wife and posted a picture. Everybody wanted one, right? Mm-hmm. But other than that, I always looked at deals, bro. I gave you two for 45, like the old school white t-shirts, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, or two for 25, either, right? So I just looked at stuff like that, but my new uh, focus is to focus on that part of fashion, bro, where, you know, you remember you go to, to I'm, I'm a Marcus nigga, I'm going to go buy my shirt from Marcus. Them under t-shirts, mm-hmm. crazy. The black, the gray, and the white. I want to put that with the small elephant on the embroider, bro. $20, $30 for three shirts. You feel me? Where you wear it every day or whatever. You know what I mean? Ideal sale, you know? Listen. But there's nothing like that. Shit like that is wonderful because I'd rather give the homie $35 mm-hmm. than to pay, you feel what I'm saying? Buy polo drawers, $10 a pair. Each. Each, bro. Or you spending $50 for two, three t shirts. I did socks, bro. I'm. I, I'm Buyer, mm-hmm. you know, but I did socks, bro, three for 25. I don't know one designer sock you can buy for that. You feel me? Unless mm-hmm. you buying that shit on some wholesale site or something mm-hmm. like that. And we really getting that shit, we getting taxed on that shit. Yeah. And I'm still just leaving it what it is. You know, I just hope that they see that the quality. Yeah. Like, we really like this shit. 100%. You know what I mean? Because I don't even make it, I can really make a bag, bro. <laughs> so these bullshit hang shirts we be buying, yeah. you gotta throw them bitches away. Man, 
After two years. Maybe. Yeah. You know, and and I'm not saying I never started off gilding, but I made sure I sourced gilding. I made sure I got the soft cotton. Mm -hmm. I made sure I got the multi-thread. Yeah. It ain't just something I'm going to put out there, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, just to do it, you know. So that part goes a long way, bro. So to answer your question, bro, I'm sorry I couldn't give you five. But you gave me what? Alex, KP, um, your dog who went out to Cali. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Drunken Money. Drunken Monkey, that's four. And yourself, that's five. Ah, uh, definitely got to put Heifer out there. That's my baby. Like, I look at it different than what people look at. Mm -hmm. it. To me, it's like a real person. The elephant real, bro. Like, the elephant in a room is definitely a real shit, you know. So I look at it like it's real. But I guess y'all helped me to make it. Hey, man. You know, I just see dope shit, and I want to wear it. I appreciate it. it, bro. You feel what I'm saying? That's what that's all I be I about. <laughs> that's all I do. Bro. All I'm about is getting these fits off. You feel me? Wait till, bro, I'm telling you, I, this is day what? What day is this? Uh, ten. Ten. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you. I at least got off. I got a, a dope pair off that day. No problem. You know I'm recycling. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of you know course. I'm recycling that motherfucker, right? Yeah. But bro, I ain't gonna lie. Y'all might catch me. I'm in my bag. We call it Jackbox. You feel me? I'm in my box, my nigga. And I got this shit laid out this shit laid out. And, and what's so crazy is I I I'm on here talking this getting these fits off bullshit. I hate getting dressed. Me too. Bro, <laughs> I hate waking up having to get dressed, dog. Bro, if if I'm I swear to God, if y'all y'all get what y'all get right, on the internet, right? I really dress. <laughs> <laughs> you really? Other than that, like, I'm all black, bro. Eggs, bro. My shit is it's so yeah. all black. If I don't got to work at burn rubber, if I don't got to go in the burn rubber, you gonna see you. me on some bullshit. I feel you, bro. I'm for what? For what? Right. <laughs> what? I'm chilling, and now that I'm back collecting, I ain't trying to get no creases, bitch. I'm really trying to preserve them hoes. I know my feet ain't growing no more. I ain't got to give them away. Man, I I went. I, I went in the bag and I copped some uh, off white forest. You've been in your bag. Yeah. Bag. I ain't gonna lie, just not the off white forest. But keep so going. I grabbed, some <laughs> off, I grabbed some off white forest and I'm gonna wait till my birthday to wear them. Mm. And then I might, I don't know. But other than that. Never again, huh? I don't oh, know. All right, that's I, don't, I don't know. Them the pair to do it. Yeah. Them the pair to do it. Bring them out when you, you know, like, hey, I don't know shit about these. You feel me? Crispy than a bitch. Mm. Other I don't than like that. Paper. Other than them, I probably, I don't be giving a fuck. Like, I throw on anything. And see, bro, I know I hit you in the inbox all the time on the shoes, bro. And I'm not saying it like that, bro. I had almost, like, all the top shoes. So I be really, like, not knowing what shoe to go after. You feel me? But lately, nigga, I don't know just the simple, but I don't like the new ones. But if I could find, like, the old Breads 11 bros, listen, that would be solid. Hit me up. Ah. Anything you need to find, we can find. Oh my God, because I got I got the plug on the shoes, like any modern day shoe. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I got a heavy plug on them bitches, but it's just more so like I'm. I get what you're saying, like the materials used, the patterns used back in the day, mm -hmm. and the differences. You know the, the differences of the new shit. The only thing that I would say about what's bad about getting older shoes is. They can fall apart. Right. Right. 
Like, uh, I had a pair of 13s from, like, 05. I wore them bitches. Literally, when I say 20 minutes, and the sole slipped off. Crack, crack, both of them. So, are you just talking about the date of them? Yeah. Like, how aged they How aged How preserved they, they try to be. this is the thing. The more you wear them, the more life you get into the shoes. That's true. So, if you don't wear the shoes, this is what people don't be knowing. If you don't wear the shoes, like, that... The glue and shit, that shit yeah. just gonna pop off. Yeah. Like once you finally put a foot in there, if you haven't worn a shoe in fifteen years, that but shit just gonna pop off. I don't know what year it was. I know I had to be in like maybe yeah, it had to be like I don't know eighth grade. So uh, what year would that be? Eighth grade. I don't even want to say. <laughs> <laughs> but you remember the all white elevens with the blue bottom? Yeah, Columbia's right. So my brother found some mm-hmm. of that year. He got them ordered in. Nigga, them bitches was all fall. They all fell apart because in the mail, the, the heat in the box melted the glue. And just mm-hmm. like you say, the old shoe it just. Now don't get me wrong. I'm I'm trying to figure out how to like preserve preserve shoes, like mm-hmm. learning how to re glue them and all that shit. But I don't got it yet. So do you soak your soul in water? No, that's so. You know when I well, I used to work at finish line, and that's mm-hmm. what. Where I started to become like a shoe head, me and my boy trying. But like the older shoes, like you say, when you let them just sit, the material is just hard, brittle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or even a rubber, you know, it's not yeah. court ready, I would say. But if you soak them in warm water at the bottom, they give a little life back into them bitches where you got flexibility. And yeah. A lot, actually. Like, you'll be surprised. For real. But no, that's yeah, what I learned. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> y'all niggas learn new shit every day, uh, every week, day, man. Every day, especially on what's sophisticated, sophisticated ignorance, man. <laughs> <laughs> every week, and I, I people be so surprised with this. Is in the beginning of me doing this podcast shit, I hated giving interviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, maybe it was the the way we structured them or whatever, but I hated giving interviews. Mm-hmm. So this was my thing. Was like, all right, in the beginning, I was only gonna give. Uh, 20 interviews. Mm-hmm. I was going to give niggas 20 interviews, and I was out this bitch. Yeah. I'm done. Done with podcasts. But, or no, just done with giving interviews. interviews. Gotcha, gotcha, Y'all gotcha. niggas will never get another interview out gotcha, of me. Gotcha, gotcha. Unless I'm paid. Mm, right. <laughs> yeah, I get, I get. But I'm finding fun again. I'm having more fun interviewing people than I am doing Fresh from the Birds. I get what you're saying, bro. Because I, I, as much as people think that I like being a F.A. was really tough for me. Like, mm-hmm. the, the Herd Network. That was tough. CJ got me into that shit, mm-hmm. like, in interviewing different brands and stuff like that. My thing was I wanted to just go virtual and chop it up, mm-hmm. you know, comfort setting, whatever you want to display, yeah. whatever, right? But like you say, you find a lot more, I would say, fun, and you can ask, get the interaction and stuff. Like and, that. you know, for these 10 episodes, I would say nine of them with been with friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, like, I'm learning more about my friends. Exactly. Like you feel what I'm say, that's even better. Bro. Yeah. That's, cold. that's dope as fuck, actually. And for you to have that many friends to be, like, want, uh, or inexchangeable to want to do that. Yeah. Bro, that's big. That's real big. But, no, that's, that's dope. I wish I had some friends. <laughs> <laughs> I only got, like, three, 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 three. But, no, y'all are definitely my friends. So, five. <laughs> so on that note yeah. that is the tenth installment of sophisticated ignorance 
Tell the people where they find you at, bro. Bro, y'all can find me anywhere, but on some lame shit. Find me on Facebook at, um, what is it, Hefe Way. Or uh, it's Soft Leaks there, Hefe Brand Collection. I would say my best place to reach me is Instagram, Hefe underscore brand. I do a lot of stuff that I don't do on the other sites on there. But um, just don't call me. You know, you can... You can, find, <laughs> you can find us at theburbsnetwork.com or you can find us at the Burbs Network on your favorite social media platform. We out. Peace.